And welcome back. Episode 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Episode 18, Three Dudes Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Broden Wonderlick. To my right, Liam Owens. And even to my writer, Easton Bennett. To my writer. Episode Justin Jefferson. That man Is did him. some stuff today. Guys, we're wearing the Vikings jersey again. I thought about taking it off because last time you called out, how many episodes have you worn it? And I'm going to wear it till they lose because they just kicked the shit out of the bills. What did we say? It's like 40% of the episodes you've worn it? Now it's getting up there, yeah. With the slim amount of episodes in the majority of the episodes with the jersey on, the numbers are adding up. But yeah, Vikings, big win. Had to wear it. Had to. Uh, We're back, though. Episode 18. How you boys doing? Good week. Can't complain. Liam and I had an adventurous night last night with pull tabs, so... Do you have a story to share? Your pull tab story? People love a good Liam, uh, gambling Liam tells story. tells it really well because he was involved from start to finish. Yeah. We uh, <clears throat> we get to the strike, sit down, we go hit the ATM, grab a beer, go to the table, look at each other and say, you want to play a little pull tab? And say, sure. Look at each other? Say, uh, so we go over there, $2 bin, and uh, <laughs> connect on that one. You guys looked up at each other and just both right in front of the face. Knew it. $2 bin. Oh, we connected all right. And uh, I put in 20, Brown put in 30, grab them, we're ripping them open, ripping them open. We get to like six left, and Brown goes, well, we tried. <laughs> I open it on up, 100. Is that 200 yep. stacked on top of each other, and I go, we ain't done yet, we just hit 100 fucking bucks. And he goes, well, what do you want to do? I mean, we'll split it down the middle 50-50, or I guess if, if you go up there and you put it in the, if you put it back in to buy more, I won't be mad. And I said, all right, we'll see what happens when I get up there. I'll think about it on my trip yeah, to the counter. On the whole walk there. <laughs> I go up there and I hand it to him. And he goes, 600, not bad. I said, excuse me? <laughs> and he, excuse me? I said, no, th- th- those all came off the same, the same one. And he goes, yeah, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600. Because I don't play pull tabs enough yeah. to realize that when they stack on top of each other, it's, it's that much. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he he takes the money out and starts putting it down there and he goes here you go I go thank you <laughs> we're not gonna go back in sir no. I said, that's enough for us yeah. yeah we're good for a couple months I think yeah. I won't see you for a while and so I walk back to the table and Brown goes would you put it back in or what and I held up I fucking hold up a wad of I hundreds said, that's not a hundred dollars <laughs> no it's more than would you get all that? <laughs> it's more than. Greater than, it actually. Was, yeah, very greater I than. I go and I grab him by the head and I kiss him on the cheek and I said, 600 fucking dollars. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I say, which part cheek. of this story is fabricated? Dude, we None almost danced around a pole that was in the middle of our table. We yeah. were losing our mind. Everybody was getting pissed at us at the table because they're like, you guys already are up 600 bucks. We're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Usually you do the dancing on a pole to earn the $600, not after you have it. No, after, well, dude, after you have it is even more electric <laughs> than dancing to earn. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, we love a good pull tab. Like three years in, three years in a row on my birthday, I've hit six or 800. You were with me last year, yeah. but hopefully we can do that again. Birthday's and it's not like here. it's not like 600 bucks is that much, but when you're only expecting 100 oh, yeah. and oh, he comes it. back and yeah. I'm like. Just the most pleasant huh? surprise. Yeah. yeah, just bricked up after that one. You can't complain at all. So that's what, what I left. You left. You got the little over three hundred because you put in thirty, and right. I got whatever. Yeah. Well, you bought a round of shots for everybody too. Lucky, so, yeah. lucky strike. Comped you guys a hotel room that night. Try to gamble it back. Could, like like you were actually, they could have tried. The lucky strike was lucky stroking in the pull tabs bucket. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, I love that. Yeah, pull tabs are fun. I played pull tabs actually Saturday night. Uh, or not Saturday. That Friday last night. night. No, Friday night. Uh, I just went to the lamp for like 
an hour with my parents and put in 20 bucks. Didn't get anything. I got $5 back. But there it went go. right back into the bucket, didn't it? He's like, ah, $5, nice. I'm like, no, it's, there's a hundred of them, actually. <laughs> Look at it again. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Flips it around. David blamed him. Just <laughs> wiped over it. Says six grand on it. I should take one of the fives home, copy it, do some counterfeit work. There you go. Make a bunch of them. Yeah. I wonder if that would work. You could I fool suppose it, I suppose the guy could, yeah. So when you play, do you always do the $2? No, those are the $1 cardboard by the uh, VLTs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Virtual lottery terminals, I think it stands for. VLTs. Slaughters. Video lottery terminals or something like that. The like, the fucking, like the, the that's electronic what they, ones? Yeah, that's what they call them in yeah. Canada. But I think here they're just electric pull tabs or electric E-tabs. E-tabs. Yeah, E-tabs. The, the Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. I that's what slots. When I was in Canada. Where, where, yeah. No. Well, they're not so, technically slots. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in Canada, they call them VLTs. Video lottery that. terminals. I only know that from Trailer Park Boys. Of course. That's what I, mean. I got a good story about those too. The uh, a couple of years ago, so every Christmas, our company hosts a Christmas party where they rent out a booth for the uh, Toros hockey game, mm-hmm. and so they have everyone there. They cater, get over there. We go up, and there's little prizes and shit. And so afterwards, me and a coworker went out to the bar, and I've this was right right around when the e tabs started coming out. Yep, and I'd never played them before yet, and so I sat down, and I'm playing the Buffalo. I put twenty bucks in, and I'm just sitting there spinning, and he's sitting next to me. And I see three golden buffalo pop up on there. And he looks over at me and he punches me in the fucking leg and he goes, you just won 500 bucks. And I'm just looking at the screen. I'm like, what? (laughs) Didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. I go, are you shitting me? Was it 500? Yeah. 500, three golden buffalo ripped across and uh, never won again. (laughs) I don't, I see people win big ones like that on the E-tabs all the time. I haven't hit one over a hundred dollars in the e-tabs ever like the amount of times i look over at like this old rich person that doesn't need any money and they their balance on the e-tabs is like forty five hundred dollars yeah. like, i just want to walk over push them off their chair hit the <laughs> cash out voucher and take it <laughs> i was like just i just want to kidnap them, kill them <laughs> yeah. take all their stuff it's like you don't need this yeah uh we were at the land i don't know if you're there but it was in that corner booth and some guy hit like two thousand twice Hit 500, yes, I remember and then this. he hit like a 400. But he was ripping through $2, like not even letting yeah. the machine breathe. Just $2, $2, $2. Just hammering it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, letting it breathe. I'm like, when is this guy going to cash out? And then like hit a 500 three spins later. I'm like, apparently not what now. What the fuck? Yeah, he had $4,500 he cashed out. That's yeah. so messed up, dude. And Why can't I do that? I was talking to a different coworker today. I told him the story that me and Roland hit 600 bucks, and he goes, oh, that was, that's pretty nice, 600 bucks and this and that. And I go... It's fun. Uh, it's a fucking drop in the bucket compared to how much money I lost <laughs> in all this. <laughs> I just I'm finally I need that to get back. back to even scraping at the surface. Well, exactly. you know what? Don't judge me on my losses. Yes. They don't ask me about my losers. No, they don't ask me about my winners. They ask me about my losers because I have so few. Exactly. Wolf Wall Street, I think. That's from. Yeah, it is. Hey, you know what they say? Gamblers. 99% of gamblers quit right before they're about to hit big. That's so bad. <laughs> I saw some tweet the other day. It was like, if you lost all your money today, congratulations. You're now due next time you go gambling. <laughs> and that's the most lethal man in any casino. <laughs> it is, honestly. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was us at Roulette this summer. We were due every time. and uh, we I'm still due. For, I think I'm still due. <laughs> <laughs> you are very like That casino owes me some money. The most due I've ever seen. The most Over due where I get four say. emails a day. Trying to get me back to Vegas. Yeah. Or the, what, the you're going, so it's working. The guy was trying to host you at the one. Wasn't yeah, he's it? yeah. The Caesar, all the Caesars Entertainment. But let's, I try to let's not let him host us. 
Yeah, we could, but do I don't know damage. how much I don't know how much power he has. There's like a host, like an executive host, and then there's like an account host. I don't know which. Does he, he is. have more power than you? As far as the Caesar's Rewards place goes, probably because I have none. Let's hammer it then. Okay, yeah, we could do that. When we go, I'll I'll give him a call. Hey, Brian, what's going on, buddy? Maybe he could <laughs> just uh, tell him I'm due. I'm due. I'm, I'm due. due, Brian. Let me We're, tell you how I'm doing. I'm due. Yeah. My buddy just told me actually on the podcast we filmed the other day that I'm, I'm due based on this Overdue. theory. He's like, what's the theory? Well, I lost a lot last time, so that means I'm due. And you guys owe me some money. Yeah. Uh, but let's get in some comments. Only a couple comments this week. Red says, this is on uh, last week we talked about the mob. Red says, if you don't have family back in Italy or root, or root deep down, trust me, you would be just a soldier, regular plain soldier, a consigliere. Forget about it in all capital letters. <laughs> Which I, I assume he's capital- a forget, forget about, about it. it. Yeah. In a fucking Italian accent, of course. But uh, he didn't. He took our question, our hypothetical, to the absolute extreme because I'm not Italian. Are you guys Italian? No. Not as far as I know. Yeah. So we could be. I love Italian food. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes you part Italian. It has to. Somewhat. Yeah. One there's to 2%. A, there's a. Deep love for the Italian cult- culture, I believe. Oh, I think absolutely. it'd be That's cool. That's got to count for something, I think. I think it'd be cool if your heritage, is that what it's called? Or what is yeah, ancestry? Yeah. Heritage, ancestry, lineage. It's all the same So thing. 90% goes to what you actually are. And then 10% you get to pick, like the fun ones that you like. Like fun. you like Italians. <laughs> so you'd be like, I want to throw like 2% Italian in there. And then you're like, yeah. I really like Irish people. You know, I want to go to a, a pub. So you could be like 4% Irish. I'm and you sure. just get 10 you get to play with. Like once a year what, you got to. What would you pick? Yeah. I don't know many. Would you Those are the only two I know. And Germans. Um, yeah. If you could pick, go ahead. Irish. I'd be a little bit Irish. Um, really? I don't think anyone likes Irish people is what I was about to say earlier. Just because I want to have a hint of their accent. I want to be able to break it out like a couple times a year. And yeah. then they're like, why are you talking? Well, I'm part Irish. So why do you? <laughs> you kind of got to love just, me. It's just this weekend of the I, year. No, I picked it actually for this year's ancestry. I picked that. So I get to do this once a year. So I'd go that, not ten, all 10%. I'd probably do some uh, French. Because then I could wear the those cool hats. You walk mm-hmm. around with a really hard piece of bread in your pocket. Yeah, baguette. <laughs> there you go. Use words that instead of just E-T, we can do, you know, E-U-T-T-E. Yeah. We can just make words And it longer. makes the same noise <laughs> yeah. as There's the no other one, the short one. Yeah, and then uh, I'd probably do those two and maybe like Australian. So I lose my fear of animals being in my toilet. I don't think they ever lose that fear. Oh, Australians are f- afraid of nothing. You really think so? I don't know. I saw a TikTok of a guy get out of his truck in the safari. Behind him, the woods were on fire. Everything was on fire. And he chased down a snake, a big snake, and just picked it up by the neck. And he was playing some crazy music in his car that sounded very Australian. I'm like, this guy, he's not afraid of anything. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, so I want to be that guy. That guy, specifically. That Australian guy. Not just Australia. I want to be that guy's heritage. Which, which uh... Which Scandinavian country is like Viking? I, I think I want to be a little like add like two or three percent Viking. Norwegian. There, yeah. I dude, you're asking me geography questions now. You're yeah. slippery slope. This is supposed to be you. I'm asking about heritage. Which part of the country is a Viking? I want to say it's besides Minnesota. Well, the Norwegian people. Oh, our country? No, no. That was because no, of the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. pal. Oh, the Norwegian people are. They've got to be Vikings because we have the Husfest here. Yeah. The only people that come here are Norwegians, I think. Well, any part of that. That's like Norway, Finland. I don't know what's different. Scandinavian. You want to be like part Finnish or? No. Swedish? Fin- eh, Swedish would be cool because then I'd probably look cooler. I'd probably pick like Cuban. 
like oh. a little bit Cuban. Be really good at baseball. <laughs> start throwing junk balls. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you or just go maybe I'll start in. throwing 108 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll throw some, sprinkle some Dominican. Yeah, exactly. Sprinkle. Maybe we just 1% Dominican. Yeah, just it? like a little bash. Could you imagine how good we would be at baseball if we were actually 1% Dominican? If we got to pick our, yeah. our backgrounds. Food for thought. Just, yeah. Food for, yeah, exactly. You just got to uh, go ahead. Did you no, say something? No. Sorry. I mean, yeah. We could go. We should do an episode on Ancestry. There we go. .com. They can sponsor the episode. Yeah, they better. Uh, Gcarpo02 says Skull. Threw that one in there for myself. Yeah, I was going to say you really Skull needed Bacon, that. Well, those are the only two comments we had this week, so I kind of had to throw him out. Oh. Uh, we did an Instagram Live last week, so one thing we're going to start doing, guys, every Sunday, except today because we've got things to do, and today was a little hectic, but we're going to start doing some Instagram Lives and some TikTok Lives on Sundays. <laughs> or no? I think we should. I think that's a great idea. Instagram live. Dude, I thought we got banned from TikTok live within like eight minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, we got banned for 24 hours. I think oh, we get a retry now. Oh, we get a retry. Yeah, we why do did we again. get banned? Somebody just had to report us or something. I guarantee it. Somebody definitely did. Which, when we find you. I have a particular set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Make me a nightmare for guys like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder really who did report us. That's kind of funny though. It's like really. It could have been anyone though. Anyone, anyone, just anyone, anyone yeah, just some person just tapped into the live and said, yeah, fuck these guys and reported us. Yeah, we probably said one bad thing about the Irish or something. I don't even know what, I I don't remember I think a lot that's of what we <laughs> talked about. If we're going to say bad stuff about like one thing, we got to say bad things about everything. That exactly. way, you know. Everything is bad. Yeah. Kind of like how, you know, like if everyone's super, no one is super. So you make fun of everybody. You can't really get pissed because you're not singling anybody out. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. But yeah, we're going to do, start doing some uh, lives just to chat with you guys a little bit more. More engagement rather than you just watching us. And then every week you have to come back. We want to talk to you guys. It's fun. Uh, and we got some actually some good topic ideas on that live and a couple spin-off like video ideas. But thank you guys for hopping on. Uh, before we get into our topic, please leave a rating, a review, leave a comment. And we'll get to that in the next episode. But this week's topic, as you can see on the board, is hunting. I don't know shit about hunting, so you guys are kind of probably have to carry this episode a little bit. Liam's going to carry this one. Do my best. I'll yeah. have a few Brones ideas. Yeah. When did you start hunting? A couple of years ago. Yeah, so not not as long as you. I've been hunting yeah. one time in my life. Yeah. Have you? I went. My dad, he threw a... I was probably like six, seven. My dad threw a McDonald's large fountain drink up in the air and shot it with a shotgun. And it exploded into a million pieces. And he said, that's why I don't play with guns. And I haven't been hunting since. So That was hunting. You call that hunting? So, well, yeah, he was hunting second. birds. No, he was hunting birds. <laughs> I went hunting once. <laughs> I went hunting once. I shot my neighbor's cat with a BB gun. <laughs> deleted a styrofoam cup. <laughs> it was plastic. And... <laughs> No, the, like he funny. was doing hunting. No, I think they were setting up. He was doing hunting. He was doing it. He was doing the hunt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you, like they went out there and set up decoys. Do you ever do that like the day before ever? No. No. That's that's mostly waterfowl. So that's. I was that's young. That's for ducks and geese. I was young. Um, and I'm really not good with the animal species either. So we're going to have to tiptoe on that. Do you know line. the difference ducks between a duck, No, I do. But like if we a, get into. pheasant? Yes. But if we get into some more intricate terms. Like grouse and partridge, dove, yeah, crane. You know dove, dove comes out of a box. Love bird, I call mm. it. Tastes pretty good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, he threw it up in the air. I don't even think they were actually hunting at the time. But then I, I was would like, hope ah, not. I'm good. 
<laughs> it just like, fuck, no birds around here. Let's just Illinois. target practice. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, that was, yeah, that was the only time I went hunting. Hunting. Hunt, hunting. You'll get it. We're on our way. So when did hunting start? Uh, Forever ago. Yeah. So long ago. By at least 500,000 years ago, early humans were making wooden spears and using them to kill large animals. Early humans butchered large animals as long as 2.6 million years ago, but they may have scavenged the kills from lions and other predators. How do you take something from a lion? I don't. I think he leaves it for you. I don't think you're taking it from him. Yeah, that could have been done with it two million years ago. Yeah, this is also off topic, but I saw a thing that said the history of the United States of America mm-hmm. from 1776 to today, three people. It's the lifetime of three people. Yeah. So there's a guy that lived from like 1776 to 1872, and then 1872 to 19 whatever. Like 1980 or, or something, or no, it was like 1960 and then 1960 to today. Yeah. So three people, three or four generations. So if you're age 25, you've lived through 10% of America. I'm That's 25. weird to think about, isn't it? I lived through 10% of America. That's weird to think about. Wow. Anyways, back to hunting. But uh, wow. there's food for thought if we're doing the food for thought thing. I guess so. A smorgasbord of information we yeah, have. You're yeah. really overloading me today. <laughs> information overload. overload? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the idea has been bolstered by a systematic study of cut marks on animal bones. So that's kind of how they figured out that people were hunting because there was cut marks on animal bones. Did they ever think that the animals just got in another fight with a different animal? Maybe. Speaking of get be different. Fights, saw a video of two like big Alaskan grizzly bears fighting. That's so scary. So, just to even watch it on, on video. So fucked. Bears are... They look so like they harm, not harmless, but they look like fat and like unathletic cuddly. and like, what are you gonna do? Steal my fast food, maybe? And then they you will. see videos of them doing their what they do. Yeah, it's not great for the person they're doing it to. And they're huge. Some of them, especially they're the Alaskan fucking ones, fucking huge. They get to like twelve, thirteen hundred pounds. Yeah, it's a fat bear. And they uh, stand like ten feet. Oh god. Yeah, dude. This. Oh my god. And they can climb trees like motherfuckers. Yeah. They just yeah, rip they up trees. Six-inch knives for, yeah, there's, for fingers. There's lots of videos of hunters sitting up in tree stands around where yep. they're hunting bears and stuff like that. And the bears would just, or the bears are, or their cubs, just go straight up the tree. And yeah. They'll be videoing it. And, I mean, you're, at this point, watching piss fall out of your pant leg. <laughs> because there's a fucking Who's got dump in their pants? I think that, it would be scarier to see, like, a cub. Climb up the tree because you know the mom's looking for it and is going to be pissed when you're near it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw the, the, the only, I think the only benefit would be in the fact that you are up a tree. So what mild attack could they have at that point? Still. I mean, they, I mean still. <laughs> but you have a chance. You have a better chance of being on ground. Yeah. Could you just kick it in the top of the head and get it off the tree? You think? Try. I think you should exhaust every option. Yeah. Because you definitely don't. Not. Yeah. You get one. You're like... Pfft. That wasn't the one I... I was thinking about maybe stabbing him with this knife, but mm, no. I'm going to give I'm, you an ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, one this one the fucking revenant. I was going to try punching him instead. I mean, yeah. Because do they ever stop once they're like, hey, I want to get them? If the bear's like, hey, I want to... That's my target. Do they ever like, eh, I'm over it. Now. I imagine they probably get exhausted or they realize they can't do it. Like if something's too much, you know what I mean? Like they're only going to try so hard, I feel like. Yeah, if it's against their... Moral values. Yeah. Well, it depends on what what the context is. I mean, there's there's bears that are more territorial and bears that are more protective. 
and I don't know which one's which because there's black bears and grizzly bears. I think black bears are more uh, protective. Like they don't, they don't want you to, they don't care if you're in their area, but they don't want you to like mess with them. Yeah. Grizz, yeah. Grizzly bears think everything is food. So if you see a black bear, like if you see any type of bear cub, get the fuck out of there immediately. Grizzlies are more aggressive. Black bears are just going to be kind of around. Right. So cub, that's just a, a, a kid bear. Yeah. A grizzly bear will eat you before it kills you. It'll start eating you before it. It, it takes wants you to watch, which is I don't. It just doesn't give a shit. It wants yeah. to hang out. Before. It'll just start ripping your stomach out while you're watching it happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not great. What do you? I mean, like, it's what? not great. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to happen to me. It's bad. It's all bad. You're like from a guy that's happened to, it's not great. That's why, like, when people say, like, obviously this is the age-old argument: grizzly bear versus silverback gorilla. That's yeah, not that's even the, close. I, yeah, actually, I hear it's that all the time. It's just not even close yeah. fight at all. The grizzly bear wipes the gorilla. You'd be yeah. surprised how many times I walk past the table at a bar and they're like, "So let's just talk about the age-old question: <laughs> the grizzly bear versus silverback gorilla." I think it's time. And, I, and, I, have to double, and I have to double take. I'm like. You guys are talking about that too? Because my buddies over here talking about it. I just had to go get some popcorn. I we just, were talking about this ages ago. <laughs> yeah, this is the age old question. <laughs> I'm the new age. Uh, that's actually <laughs> that's the age new. Like, that's the question everybody knows. Yeah, you sit down at a bar with a group of new people. It's like, well, I guess we better find out what kind of friends I'm gonna, we're going to yeah. with. I'm yeah. going to gauge you as a person off your answer here. Everyone's looking at each other like, so who wants to ask it? All right. <laughs> guess we better address the elephant to the room. <laughs> yeah, address the bear in the room. Uh, before the advent of firearms, humans used far simpler tools to kill game in the earliest era of hunting history, in the earliest eras of hunting history, implements progressed from knives, spears, and other primitive weapons made from stone, then bronze, then iron as the centuries progressed. I wonder why they didn't start with the good shit first. Like gunpowder? Well, like you have to No, I'm talking like once you have, I guess you got to find it, but like first you have of wood or whatever, a spear, wooden spear. Right. Why couldn't you just think to add a stone to the stick to make some sort of different tool that's better than just a wood Because before something is something, you got to discover it first, right? Yeah. I didn't know. Evolution. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Yeah, maybe they never came across obsidian, you know, to use for spearheads. I don't think you, many people come across, where do you even find obsidian? In the ground. Lava and water Usually, together? Oh, yeah. Obsidian, that's one of the lowest or the, one of the it's one of the most it's one of the hardest rocks is it not obsidian yeah well it's just I think it, that's when a fallacy you, when, only in minecraft i think yeah that's pretty much <laughs> what i'm gauging this off yeah. of, to be honest with you so My knowledge so obsidian. the reason why they use obsidian is because when you break it it breaks so thin and has a razor edge yeah so like it's really easy and like it's brittle but like it's also really hard you know what i mean like if i've seen keep it shape like i've seen videos but of people. people chipping it off and they barely hit the corner and it's like Razor thin chips off. Yeah, that's why it's but used for spearheads. But that's the thing is that there's not a lot of spearheads or arrowheads made of obsidian here because I don't think it's as plentiful. And oh. this why, area, why and I went when we were walking on the beach when we were uh, down at the lake for the fourth. We found a shit pot of obsidian. Really? Shit pot. That's a good <laughs> term. You like that? It's a good measure. We found we found <laughs> a lampshade full of yeah. obsidian. How much obsidian? <laughs> a shit pot full. Whole <laughs> no shit pot. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, at least a cup holder or two full. Do you, th <laughs> do you think uh, when people say, oh, we're going to spearhead this project, that it came from that? 
Obviously it did, but <laughs> had to come from something. I don't think I like it very much. Spearheading like projects. It. It's like you didn't take lead, you know. Yeah, but does at it, the point just because so they do it just because the spear head goes into the animal first. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if well, you had a spear and instead of like throwing it to step on it, you just hit someone with it repeatedly? Yeah, with the with the handle part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, hey man, I think you're using that wrong. Don't tell me how to use this. Yeah. It's my, it's my spear. Speaking of using things wrong, I saw this Photoshop picture. So fucking funny. It was, a, it, was a, it said the caption was when you're out. Oh, what's going on with this thing? Uh, is it hitting is it on this jacket? Yeah. What's going on? Is that all right? Yeah, that works. So it's this Photoshop picture. It's in the caption is uh, when you're out goose hunting and that one just keeps walking away and it won't die. <laughs> and it was John Daly with a driver, but it was a 12 gauge in his hands. <laughs> wind him back to crack this goose in the head. So like fucked. holding it, like so you're gonna hit it like a golf yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, because that's essentially kind of what, <laughs> kind of what you do. <laughs> you don't blast it again with the shotgun from that close. Because it'll, it'll, it's just not. It'll be everywhere. It won't be a goose anymore. Yeah, yeah, and you won't be able to harvest. So you hold it by the barrel and then hit it with the butt. Some guys do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you just hold. <laughs> I guess if you're crazy enough. I don't no, know. You, that's <laughs> when you see. start you start ejecting all the all the shells out and you just start whipping them at. Yeah, you just, just start, start throwing, throwing shells. <laughs> you hold it by both ends and hit it like this. <laughs> it's a little You late. put it's, it in the rear naked. Yeah. You get on top of it. Tap out. <laughs> I put that goose in an arm bar. Yeah. It's a wing bar. That's in the cool. animal episode we talked about putting a big cat in a guillotine. Yeah. Uh, I still think I could. Cougar. I don't know. All its arms are Dude, forward. The cougar Flimps will demolish you. Plus, you're afraid of alley cats. So <laughs> multiply that by 12. And I am. Well, speaking um, no, not even just cats in general and girls with cats. Yeah. And yeah. girls. Well, now, now that we're on the topic of <laughs> girls. Girls. Mm. girls. Scary. I hate girls. <laughs> I like them, though. Uh, <laughs> now that we're on the topic of... Uh, uh, Fuck, what were we talking about? <laughs> cats. Put, put, cats. Putting cats, cats in arm bars and grizzly bears yeah. and all this other shit. Animal MMA. Yeah. Did you see that video of uh, those like three or four college wrestlers that were out on a hike and they got attacked by that bear? No. Fuck. No. Yeah. This, these two it. dudes. I think it was these there's, two wrestlers. No, there's, well, there was, there was two that were really fucked up, but I think there was three or four all in total. Saved their buddy's life. Yeah. Because they wrestled this bear. They beat because, the shit out yeah, of Yeah, this bear. bear came and attacked one of his buddies, and the other guy, they were on this hike. And they turned around, the one guy did, and he got over, and he, like, he got on top of the bear, and he was, like, trying to choke it out, or he was, like, pulling on its ears or, like, doing something. and Doing some weird shit. He was, he was trying to. to fuck you it. You have to that's resort the thing. to cock grabbing and everything. <laughs> you have like, to do anything. Well, that's what if you <laughs> eyeballs spitting, <laughs> yeah. tongue pulling, so everything name you can do. <laughs> name calling. <laughs> yeah. Flicking him in the eyes, yeah, pocket sand. Everything we can. Yeah, you name it. You pulled out all the stops to get this bear off your buddy. And so, I mean, he was he was like on the back of the bear, like trying to fucking do something. And the, he got off and it was like he, he the bear like pushed him, like shoved him with his face, shut the bear's face and shoved him like. 20 yards up and, and like pinned him up to like a tree and just, oh, he was. Went to town on him. It was and bad. they survived. They, they both survived. Everyone survived. Did the bear survive? fucking brutal. Probably. I think, I think it, I think it ran off. He waved the white flag. He it probably was, needed like a bandaid or two, I'm guessing, but that's about it. It was bad. I think we should use white flags, surrender flags more in our everyday life. Yeah. If that's what you do. If you, if you're a surrenderer. Yeah. But if you're at the bar and you just want your tab. Wave a little white flag. Yeah. Right done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tapping up. Bring me up. I'm fucking hammered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it. Like, that'd be, I'm going to start carrying a white flag around everywhere. <laughs> like, when we're done with this podcast, I'm just waving at Nathan. I'm like, 
Got it. the cameras. Yep, got it. It's not a horrible idea. I think we should start implementing more stuff like that because this I this is a thing I live by now that I saw it is you can just go do stuff. You can just do things. And you can just oh, yeah. quit. You don't apparently. have to ask any of you guys. I don't have to ask my parents. I don't have to ask him. I saw this guy just like hang gliding on a beach. Look at that. Oh, my Orange gosh. Bowl. Gummy bear in the nice. mouth. Love it. This guy was hang gliding on a beach and he's recording. He's like, we can just do things. We can just. Doesn't Nick Swartzen have a joke like that? Like uh, when he's like, you don't have to do anything. Nick Swartzen. And he's like, oh, I no, got to go to the store. Louis C.K. No, you can just kill yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, how about that guy with the garbage bag over his window? When is it his turn? <laughs> uh, all right. So did humans ever have a natural predator? What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. All of them. Until we started getting smarter, bigger yep. brains. That's true. Humans yep. were eaten by giant hyenas, which is a terrible thought. Uh, cave bears, cave lions, eagles, snakes, other primates, wolves, saber-toothed cats, false saber-toothed cats. How can they be... Did I say it wrong? No, I'm oh. just I'm just thinking of fucking eagles. Yeah, have you, I mean, their wingspan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the eagles. Their wingspan. They, they got like six foot or more wingspan. Like eagles are fucking huge. Maybe not six. Foot. Eagles are the no, one. I thing. bet you the six foot is on the smaller end. Nathan, look up the average wingspan of an eagle. I think eagles is a perfect mascot for Philadelphia because an eagle seems just as much of an asshole as people from Philadelphia. Yeah, That's you're possible. totally right. Also, we have saber-toothed cats and false saber-toothed cats. What does that fucking mean? I, how can it be false? They had cavities? They, ca- they cap their <laughs> teeth out. or what? <laughs> like, they're rounded done. now. I was once a saber-toothed cat, though. Let's see what this eagle is. Saber-toothed cat. That's hard to say. False saber-toothed cats. It's kind of a mouthful. It's like Ruth Chris Steakhouse. I hate that. <laughs> Ruth's Chris. Why is it Ruth's what, Chris thing? Why is it, yeah. What is it, Chris? So is that saying that it's it is Ruth's yeah. steakhouse? But then who's Chris? So it's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. What is going on here? There's so fucking much in that sentence. See, well, he There's named his steakhouse Chris, but it's also his steakhouse. No, a guy named Ruth bought it from Chris. Yeah. So it's and Ruth's he's like, it's Chris. mine now. We're gonna it was get Chris to- Steakhouse. <laughs> now it's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. We gotta get to the bottom of this. We gotta call Ruth. We gotta, fig- we gotta figure out well, the average Nathan, wingspan of an yeah, eagle. Yeah, Nathan's got a wingspan of an eagle. Yeah, the uh, the eagle in this instance, the uh, the bald one, has a wingspan of five point nine to seven point five feet. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Don't you guys remember going to the zoo and then you stick your arms against that yeah. little billboard? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you're like, that. I'm a hawk. Well, I don't even. I don't even think the bald eagle is the biggest eagle. It's not. There's like yeah. a harpy eagle or something like that. And, there's a uh, there's yeah. a long-haired eagle. stellar sea eagle, yeah, which goes anywhere from six point four to eight point two feet. Good eight point two, yeah. Son of a bitch! What do you even do with all that <laughs> wingspan? Fly fast, yeah, fly far. Why don't and you go ask one? Powerful, or it's like uh, what it, is it I called? wouldn't say fast, but stronger. Yeah, more, just more. I think it's like more, the more flying. The the harder falcon, I think, is what it's called. Because, like, you know, do you guys ever play, like, Super Smash Bros? Are you talking about the Falcon Punch? The Falcon Punch is a real thing. It's, yeah, because... This Falcon dives, like, from way high up, and we'll see, like, a rabbit, and... Sucker punches it it in the head? Yes, it sucker punches it, like, in the head and breaks its spine and just comes back and the thing's dead because it's flying, like, 200 miles an hour. So it flies? So it's just, like, a sky punch? Just pop and just keeps going? It doesn't even fly as it flies by. It just sticks out. It like fists up its talons and just punches it. So does it like punch and grab? No, it like it'll circle back. Drive by, yeah, yeah. It circles back. (laughs) That's seriously what it is. It's a flyby punch, and then it comes back after the thing's sitting there paralyzed because it broke its spine. 
Imagine yeah. you and your girlfriend are on a walk in the park and you just get falcon punched out of the air. Yeah. Or she does, and you're like, huh. Thank God it wasn't me. Down. Yeah. Keep walking. Like <laughs> <laughs> he earned that one. And Keep then you going. have to pay the eagle later for doing the deed. Yeah. Uh that would be crazy. Just took out life insurance on her. Like, appreciate that, my guy. Um, yeah, so a lot of natural predators. History of hunting in America. Native Americans were the first hunters in America who hunted only what they needed to survive and used all parts of the animal. This was both out of necessity and respect for nature. Animals not only provided tribes with food, but with heat, clothing, tools, and even shelter. Little was wasted, and the Native Americans would often pause and give thanks to the animal for giving its life so they could provide for their families. Native Americans are really respectful to who they were murdering. Yeah. My dad. You do that. I solo. I got stories on stories of hunting with my dad because that's, I grew up my entire life hunting with my dad. And that's, he, he laid me out one day because I would, I went out there. I was young. I was, I was really young. Uh, shooting muzzleloader, shooting a doe. And I shot one and we walked up to it and I was like, are you like, let's go like this, like yeah. this, this doe, like so dumb, like <laughs> come doe, can yeah, even so dodge dumb. our bullets. Like, <laughs> like obviously like the, the bait's right there. Like you can see our ground blind. Like, are you kidding me? This was easy. And my dad, <laughs> it's too easy. This is too easy. And my dad went fucking bonked, let, you let, bonked me and said, listen, this animal sacrificed its life so you can eat it and you can take it home. And you respect the entire process that you just did because you took a life. And I don't care if it's an animal or not. You, This was serious. Damn. And I said. And then you stopped doing your L dance on yeah, him. And you're like, it fucking, it, it set me straight, like real quick at a real young age. And then it, it just showed me forever. I Picturing like, Liam dropping a deer and then immediately like hitting the gritty or something <laughs> like that. That's like a six-year-old kid. Hey, oh, blow. Good gritty. Uh that's yeah. So now, what do you do? You just feel remorseful every time you shoot one. You're like, I mean, it's like, I mean, you go back like you don't you don't feel remorseful, but you you feel thankful and grateful that you. I mean, you are you are able to harvest this animal and that you are capable of going home. You know, it sacrificed its life. You can eat. You can provide mm-hmm. for your family. And it goes. It dates back to all the way then. You know, it's it's not something that should be taken lightly because it's this thing was living and breathing at one point. So, what size animal do you start doing that with? What? I'm not doing like I'm not if I fuck up a moth in my windowsill. No, I don't think about that. Is it something you got to eat? I think you know, what like, size does it have to get to before I start paying my respects? I mean, if you're going to eat it, I'd say. I think if you're actively out there trying to look for something to kill, oh. to eat, not like I mean, uh, it's well, probably what if you different. Shoot a bunny. Yeah, and then probably you just the say, same thing. I hope you wouldn't just shoot a bunny just, just to shoot, to shoot a yeah, bunny because that's morbid. Thought about it. There's a couple under my shed that are really fucking with my stuff back there. Eat them. Shoot them and eat them. I don't have anything to shoot them with. Get something. I'm slingshot? Yeah. Tried it. squirrel one time. I just, just I killed a squirrel rocks and them. <laughs> I wonder how hard. You could, you could, be you could really David hard. and Goliath. You could sling it. Uh, it would be really hard to hit them, I think. You want it to be as quick as possible. Like, you don't want the animal to suffer. So, like, when you go up there and it's just, like, just grab it and hurry up and end it for it. Because you don't want it to sit there and be miserable for 20 minutes while you shove be, it You don't, don't want best. it to suffer. That's why it's so... It's, it's not just hunting, like, especially as a guy that like goes out and like, and I bow hunt. So bow hunting is a lot harder. And so you, you dedicate hours and hours and days and weeks to shooting and 
waiting until you have the one moment that this animal is going to step in front of you and give you an opportunity. And you want to use that opportunity to make the best shot that you can. It's like if, if you spent hours in your garage putting pucks on net because, yeah. because you knew that one day there was going to be an overtime shootout and you could bury it. So you want it to be, you want it to be solidified. Okay. You want it to know. And so that's what you don't want this animal to suffer. You want to make it as easy as possible. I'm trying to think cause I'm not a hunter, right? I feel like if it doesn't have a name to me, I don't know how, maybe this is morbid, but if I shot a deer, like I hit that deer, I don't think twice about hitting that deer. Sounds bad, but I mean, I was really just like, this is the, you know, the hierarchy, the food chain. Well, I mean, it's like, it was an accident. You didn't purposely hit that deer. Yeah, I guess it's so like, different you don't have, you don't have actively to actively trying to hit yeah, the deer. You don't with have my to truck. feel bad. <laughs> I mean, for accidents happen, shit like that happens. But like, if you're out there, like, I mean, I felt bad when it happened. Yeah, for clearly, because well, you you were well, over like, there. Like, I was, I was like, ready I was, to slip yeah, the deer. I was, deer I was so standing over there, like, yeah, about, trying to end about it. to kill it, so it didn't have to suffer, and then it, it passed and died. And so I was like, slit its own throat. Passed, it, yeah. it looked at Liam and said, "Give me that gun." I'm gonna <laughs> Liam gave the deer the knife. Well, that's what I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure quick. we both walked over there, and I looked at you and I said, "Fuck, I wish I had my pistol." <laughs> yeah, you're like, I wish you, and I was like, Ugh. see, in, even in that moment. I never thought, ah, oh, that poor deer. I was just like, yeah, it's a deer. That's kind of like if you guys were ever like super terminally ill. Yeah. Would you rather just sit there like on life support or would you rather just finally go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what would you want? You'd depends, want it to be quick. Depends like if, is there a chance I wake up? I don't know. You're terminally ill. Do you oh, know what that means? What? Do you know what terminally ill means? A nap? <laughs> Hospital nap? Yes, terminally ill. That means, maybe, yeah, maybe I have cancer, but am I in a coma? Like, it's different if I'm a vegetable and I'm alive, but I'm not alive. Yeah. Terminally ill. There might be someone terminally ill that's on a make-a-wish trip meeting their favorite person tomorrow. I'm not going to go pop them because you're terminally ill. It's like, sorry, sir. I'm not talking about shoot, shooting a sick kid. Are we talking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, but I'm talking like, are we in a hospital bed and you got to pull the plug? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like the doctor looks at you and says, like, say it's, I don't know, someday it's your wife and says yeah. she's only alive because this machine is plugged into her. Yeah, so she's a vegetable. Well, like maybe she's not a vegetable, but like if we took her off life support, like there's no chance for her. Yeah. That's like she's true. still like coherent or whatever, but. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't do it. It's kind the, of the same. Principle. I wouldn't do it the first day where he's like, "Hey, here's your option." I'm like, oh, pull it. I'd maybe give it, you know, a little bit of time to see if it works itself out, and if not, then eventually you'd have to make that hard decision. Right. But I also wouldn't have my you wife don't want him to suffer though, or whoever either. in there for six years on life support. Because one, I can't afford those hospital bills. That's fine. You don't have to. You can just die and they go away. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. No, that's true. When you die, I think the only debt that stays with somebody or that gets passed to somebody is student loans. Yeah. If my parents if my parents have $500,000 in hospital bills and they die, I goddamn well better not inherit that $500,000 of debt. That hospital is just out $500,000. And they'll be okay. They will definitely be okay. Yeah. But yeah, your student loan though, however, if you died, your parents get left with that. It's the only thing you can't claim bankrupt bankruptcy on yep. student loans. Mm-hmm. Student loans are fucked. There's four things that are certain in life: death, taxes. taxes. I'm always open. Ocho Cinco's out. Ocho Cinco's <laughs> always open. And I student loans that. can't uh, be forgiven. Bro, that or, fucking Chad <laughs> Ocho Cinco is one of the wildest fucking. He's a players treasure ever. of. He would human. call who he would call his coach or his quarterback and just at like three in the morning and say, "I'm open. <laughs> hey, I'm open." <laughs> 
<laughs> so, That's so off. So yeah, literally sick. all he ate was McDonald's. Uh, all the time. All the time. The Ocho Cinco diet. Ate McDonald's all the time. Worked out how he should have. That's it. And that just goes Didn't to care. show, which is probably still not great for you because you've seen the movie Super Size Me. Yeah. I watched that in facts class, eighth grade, Mrs. Ose. Were you no, class? I didn't have okay. that class. I hated that lady. <laughs> she, but she's listening. I <laughs> hate you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell it to her face, yeah. man. Uh, Don't like you. But no, it's like thing. if you are in calorie deficit, you can pretty much eat what I, like I could eat Sour Patch Kids. I might not get much nutrients from it. But if I burn more calories than I intake, whether it's Sour Patch Kids or strawberries and vegetables you're not going to get overweight you're not going to get you're going to be unhealthy yeah you, yeah. you might feel like shit. you might feel like shit yeah. but you're not going to die you will not get as to long be 500 as, pounds yet. yeah that's one thing i've uh back when i was working out like a few years ago like really seriously i was really trying to dig deep into like into intake outtake like what to put in your body this and that because i had saw that like he would do that and if there was a really famous bodybuilder i think it was Jay Cutler. Uh, no, not Jay Cutler. <laughs> you fuck. It was. I mean, he is a famous bodybuilder, but it was just a, guessing. Sorry. Hey, my bad. Hey. Jay Cutler, my like fault. the quarterback. No, no. There's Jay a Jay Cutler, Cutler quarterback. There's a Jay Cutler that's a bodybuilder. I'm like Jay Cutler from the Bears was not a bodybuilder. No. Have Maybe you seen that no. pudgy bastard? Maybe no, dude. Jay, I listen to his podcast. That guy is like unreasonably funny. Like he's not he trying is. to be funny, and he just says stuff, and you laugh. He's goofy. Yeah. But when you're working, sorry, out, man. But it was, the other no, Jay whatever. Cutler. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Hall of Fame quarterback not, Liam's bodybuilding story. Yeah, Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, I don't no. want to say that. Bears Hall of Fame quarterback. Bears Hall of Fame. Not they hated the him. Very high. Yeah, I know. Everyone's in there. I think my uncle's in there. The Bears Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is your uncle Mike Ditka? No. Oh. He's just a Mike super Ditka. fan. <laughs> so anyway, just a super fan. <laughs> fucking. Uh, it was like. It was like fucking Ronnie Coleman or someone. I think it was. I think it might have been Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman, Coleman is a or Collie Muscle or someone. Yeah, he was a freak. He's yeah. fucking. He still is. Respect to him. But Kimbo uh, Slice. They would uh, eat McDonald's like because that's that's all they knew was calorie intake, calorie outtake. Yeah. So they would eat. They would eat a fuckload of McDonald's every day, and he just clogged all his. Like, okay, I got five thousand. Like, he calories almost died. Yet. Yeah, he almost fucking died because that's all he ate. Yeah. It's not the same as like such if, high calorie. Yeah, like <laughs> if you good if calories, you eat a thousand calories of shit food and a thousand calories of good food, it's not going to affect your body the same. It's calorie intake, outtake. Yeah. But the things that it does for your body is, is different. vastly different. Yeah. But I mean, if the whole goal is to, I don't care how I feel, I just want to be a certain weight, then just watch your calories. Yeah. But essentially. if you want to be able to move your legs for more than two hours a day, yeah. maybe watch a little bit. I don't know. I eat cheese tostadas like six of them a day. I'm good. They're so good. I'm oh. good. <laughs> For now. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of cheese. You know what a lot of cheese does to a guy? Oh, I know. Keeps you from shitting. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So I stand when I play video games. <laughs> um, you probably shit the least out of anybody I know. Well, I just don't like shitting in the morning, which I think is for lunatics. Well, <laughs> dude, if you have to <laughs> not, uh, why go, are you looking at me? Going on vacation in the morning. I got shitter. a routine, man. Is, I wake uh, up and I got to drop one. All right. Yeah. And then a couple hours sick. later, he's got to drop one again. You go on vacation with this guy. He shits 12 times a day, man. Like shit talk That's coming up on this podcast lately. Yeah. <laughs> how to wipe? We don't know how to wipe. We talked about no, it. No, no you don't know how to wipe. No, no, no. We no, no, know no. how to wipe. You guys like wipe like absolute gargoyles. Dude, Everyone you wipe crazy. like there's an like unbelievable amount of toilet paper and it's free. Yes. 
<laughs> so there's one thing I won't skimp on. It's toilet paper. I don't care if I spend a thousand dollars a month. On, well, that's a lot, but uh, hyperbole. If I spend a thousand dollars a month on toilet paper, that's okay. As long as my fingers don't have shit on them. Imagine if you only spent like 30 bucks a month on toilet paper, what could you spend $970 on? Probably therapy for the anxiousness I'm going to have getting shit on my fingers. You only shit like once. Why you got to wipe so much? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you wiping so hard that yeah. your fucking fingers are going through the toilet paper? Got to make sure it's all out. Wipe more. <laughs> <laughs> you you are, are, another slice. Another, another, another square. Slice. One more square. Dude, the fact that you guys showed me your folding process was one of the craziest things I've ever I went through. I was, I was sitting right there and you were looking. I said, Ethan, like this. What's going on with this he, fucking he thing? He was actively taking a shit yeah, and showed us how he wiped. Come on, dude. Easton, like this. Like he stood up like bare ass. Yeah. And bent over and said, Look at look at how I do this. All right, I need a refresher. You two wipe by like nicely folding the squares, right? Yeah. Not yeah, you get like three tiny squares. You get like three or four. You just crumple it up, right? Not crumple. I have a process. No, he he's the guy that grabs it. I have a pull and then wraps it around his hand like a mummy and then just like goes in there like a chainsaw. That's so dumb. Why would you why would you yeah, what? let's stop just talking about the difference between you guys and start just shitting on the people that just grab it in their hand and wrap it around their hand. Like, what about the back back exactly. of your hand? Well, you don't keep your fucking fingers in the mummy wrap. Do you do that? It depends where the toilet paper... If the toilet paper's on the roll that's attached, no. But if it's on the... If it's just sitting on the sink, then yeah. Don't ever leave it on the sink. Well, some people, you go places and maybe they have like a little bit left on the roll and then they have the next roll just sitting there. I hate that. I can't. I can't control everyone in the world. Insubordinate. I'm just saying, if it's close to the end of the roll and I'm using the toilet paper, I'll grab a few extra just so I put a new roll on. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I'm a roll puller, man. Like, Dude, no, that's because you there, go through a roll a day. Yeah. No. Stop doing that. And you only shit you buy, like once you or twice. You buy three rolls and you're good for the year. Because I don't have to buy more rolls. Because <laughs> listen. Listen, you think, okay, let me ask you this. I shit more than you and use less toilet paper. Yeah. That speaks volumes about you, not me. Listen, so let's say, let's say one square of toilet paper is two ply. All right. That's and not very, okay. Fold it, okay. Fold, hang on. This no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to fucking get to you right now. Because that's not <laughs> that much. Two ply, not that much. Fine. So then you take two and then I take three squares. Okay. I fold it over, over to the other square. That's yep. four ply. Yep. Getting pretty good. I fold it over again. Six ply, strong. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. It's like password string. Dude, when you exactly. Go to your password. Yeah, hey, going to hey, guess what? Do? Try your hand at ninety six ply. Try that. Why? <laughs> Good luck Why? getting shit through that, man. Why? That's like a that's like a fifteen letter password with uppercase, lowercase, uppercase symbol, uppercase space, another symbol. You're not going to remember that password next time you go to log in. You want to know my password? I'm not going to say it online, but I'll tell you after. I have the same two. Time there is a website that you can put your password in. It's a government website, and it will tell you how long it takes a hacker to crack your passcode. And mine was like a hundred trillion years. That's pretty cool. I think I'm mine. I think mine was cool. like an hour. I've done you that did it before. Too? Yeah, link me that. I want to see that. Yeah, I'll, I use the same password for everything. So now I'm I have that. like three passwords that I use. Yeah, exactly. mine is. Sixteen. Characters, Characters long? Jeez. No correlation to anything in my life. It's random numbers and letters. Really? And symbols, yeah. You remember it every time? Yeah. Hmm. Every time. A hundred trillion wow. years? 
something like that or 10 trillion or I think as long as it's longer than your lifetime, you're all right. So like if it's like 80 years or something, yeah. especially you because you eat Sour Patch Kids and tostadas for every meal. Yeah, so, mine could be 13 years and yeah, I'd probably be but, right. Yeah, many says uh, it'll take him 25 minutes. Perfect. I'll be I'll be dead before this guy <laughs> yeah, figures yeah. out my password. I'll be 42. <laughs> Whatever. I'll have a fun life till 42. And guess yeah. what? The amount of paper from the time I die at 42 to when you guys die at 84 that amount of toilet paper you guys have to buy, I've went through that in my life already. So Yeah. Let's talk about hunting. Let's do that. After the Indians of the Northern Plains acquired horses in the early 18th century, they developed a variation of coursing without dogs in what they may be called relay or persistence hunting. Do you know what that is, Liam? Relay or persistence hunting? Yes. What does it pertain to? You said something about dogs in there. Um, without dogs. They have horses, variation of coursing without dogs. I got him. I'd, like, like, I'd say it like according to like herding. If yeah. You, if you're using, if, if they're going to say, I mean, just going off context clues here. Yep. If they're using horses now instead of dogs, I'm then saying the word coursing. There's got to be, they're doing something with herding because I know they have Indians a, used to run buffalo off the edge of cliffs and then just go down to the bottom of the cliff after they're all dead. Yep. And harvest them. Yeah. I saw a picture of that actually. That's bad. Yeah. Um. That's why. So this says, this was a coordinated marathon pursuit of deer elk or pronghorns by relays of mounted hunters who would chase their quarry in circles until the animals were overcome by exhaustion and then could easily be killed with arrows or clubs. Could you imagine you beating the brakes out of an animal with a, a stick and rock? You just rock? make him really tired and then you get off your horse and just start whacking him. Have you guys seen uh, Shaun of the Dead? Yes. When the zombies are in the pub and they all have pool cues and the zombies in the middle and they're just going around in a circle, just beating the shit <laughs> out of the zombie with their pool cues. Yes. And it's to the song, don't stop me now. I'll show you the video. After but right. yeah, I mean like when it's life or death, like back then, you need that animal to survive. I'm you sure you don't give a fuck. Yeah. You would piss on that thing till it's dead. <sighs> you know what I mean? It'd be some acid piss. Yeah. pH of that. pH of that piss. High. 15 on a scale to 10. <laughs> one or the other. It's not seven. I'll tell you yeah, that. It's, it's red. That's in the fucking Q That's zone water. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, if you just beating the shit out of your animals. Yeah. But they had to. I mean, that was the yeah. thing is that if they didn't kill that animal or multiple, multiple, multiple animals, they wouldn't survive through the winter. Yeah. And you just kind of kind of stop. They're like the, the original hoarders, but they were right. animal hoarders. Well, I think it, the way they did it was the coolest because they didn't leave anything unused, like yeah. down to bones, yeah. intestines, down fat. to brains. Like, yeah. God said, every animal has just enough brains to tan its hide. And that comes from the fact that the Indians used to take the brains out of the animal and they would smear it across the fur of the animal to tan the hide. And they like it, it would treat really? the hide. Yeah. Right. Learn something new every podcast. It, yeah, they'd use it as a code or... You know, to wrap the teepee or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. insulation, warmth, basically. Well, I suppose you just, when you got no shit, you can't go to like a Dollar General and just buy something to fix your problem. I'm pretty sure they had Dollar Generals back then. You see how many of these motherfuckers are around now? <laughs> they are <laughs> everywhere, so actually. You can't turn a corner without seeing a Dollar General. Yeah. There's like four of them here now. I think last year there was maybe one. This is starting to get up onto the mattress firm levels. Oh, but don't even get me started on that <laughs> ploy. <laughs> that uh, that's a conspiracy theory we'll episode. That one, yeah. Uh, modern types of hunting. Hunting is a 
grand tradition in America, loved and practiced by millions of people each year. Despite stereotypical images of hunters, the truth is that hunting is enjoyed by men, women, and youth who hail from various social, cultural, and ethnic backgrounds. We get into a couple of kinds of hunting, uh, just things, hunts. Is that the word? Like I'm different types of hunting. Yeah, types of hunting. So there's dot in. After doing this, I realized about halfway through the research that it was actually for an article that was telling you for these types of hunts, this is the athletic, not athletic wear, but the hunting wear gear you need to wear. Like you need to wear lighter stuff. This is more heavy. This is camo, blah, blah, blah. So dog handlers. Hunting with a dog is a team job that requires both training and good cooperation. Having the proper equipment will put you on the right track. Remember uh, Derek Barch? His, uh, his dad used to train dogs for hunting. So about Barchi's dog, the dog that they had that uh, had Jada, all those litters. The world class. Judy, Judy yes. Yeah, I remember. Oh, uh, Jada was a... Yeah, she was Jada. like like one of the best, like would go to competitions, like national competitions and take like top prize or like second place at all these things. Yeah. So he, she would have like five or six puppies in a litter and they'd sell them for like four grand a piece because yeah. they are just... How do you get the original dog? So Judy in this instance... How do you get that dog to be such a just a dog? Tons of money, hunting. tons of time, tons of training. But I think Randy too. was the one training. Yeah, and he did damn good, obviously, because that thing would that dog would win. So does Randy well, get any lot, prizes? There's a lot of that goes. I mean, there's more to the training too. It's also it's bred into them. I was listening to a Genetics. podcast. It's it's a hunting podcast with uh, Steve Rinella. Have you ever seen that show? Steve Rinella is meat eater. So cool, dude. Yeah, he is one of the coolest dudes, one of the most humble, down to earth people. Amazing guy. And uh, he was doing he was doing a podcast episode of dogs, different breeds, hunting dogs, this and that. He had a guy on there from the whatever competition, like the hunting or the dog competition every year. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it is, but yeah, they were all talking and this and that. And then said, I mean, these dogs go for such high dollar amounts because they're all. Everything's bred into them. Like they, they know immediately. That's what the dog. That, that this dog's gonna be good. It's their instinct. Yeah. Like the dog that the hunting dog that my dad bought when I was back in middle school. The dog that me and him have. It's a German wire haired pointer, and when he was just a puppy with no training, you could take, you take it like a rag, like a kitchen rag, and you tie it to the end of a fishing pole, and if you shake it, the rag moving around looks like a bird flopping around. Yeah. And. As a very young dog, like months old, it would sit there and it would it would hold its leg up and point and put its tail up in the air. Never trained, didn't know anything except that. I mean Really? Just just pure instinct alone. It just knew. It's amazing. It would like point at the, the, point at the, the fake dog. It, the fake yeah, like the way yeah. it's like you tell it it's stanced. That. Yeah. Like it, the way it, the dog is. Have you ever stanced. seen it? Have it's you ever a ger- seen a so it's a German dog. Was it pointing like this? That's crazy play. Wow. <laughs> that's a crazy play. Wow. But actually, no. well, that's well, that's why I was listening it's, to that podcast, and that's kind of stems from so like okay, not like that German dog shit that. But yeah. Back in Germany, they these dogs. They would only breed the ones they're supposed to be like a more, a more aggressive breed, not like crazy, but they, they were made to be pointers. Like they weren't made to retrieve. They were made to kill. Okay. Because in Germany they would go hunting. They didn't want anything to get away. And so these dogs were trained to basically find and kill. So that's what they would do. So they're, they're not, dogs fall into different categories. There's pointers. Retrievers, flushers, f- 
flushers and there's one more and I fucking can't remember what flushers. What do they do? They just literally go through ahead of you, not too far ahead. And then as they're going through the thick shit, like the cattails and stuff, the birds will fly up. Yeah. And then it's just open fire. Yeah. But that's kind of where you choose what kind of hunting that you're going to do to what kind of dog you're going to buy. That's like, oh, this last time I went out, we went out a couple of like an hour or so south of here. The guy brought his pointer with that. I think that dog snuffed out like seven birds that were like sitting like just 10 feet in front of us. It would just stop. And it was just amazing to see like such a good pointing dog in action like that. It's incredible. Because like you would never know because these birds, like when you're hunting upland, they will hunker down, dude. And you could almost step on them and you would never know. Yeah. But like if you have a dog that is a pointer, it just stands there and sits and like, oh shit, there's a bird in there. So. And it'll flush it out. Like sometimes the bird will get flushed out by the dog sitting there pointing at it because it'll be like that far away from it. Isn't it crazy that there's like, okay, you have different sports and stuff like fishing. I need a fishing rod and I need bait and I need tackle on a boat. Hunting. I need a shotgun. I need stuff to wear. I need bullets. I need a dog. Yeah. That's part of my gear is a dog. Dude, and that's why like dog, like truly is a man's best friend because when you see, like I said, when you see a dog out there doing its job like that, doing it so well, like is it's a crazy to to look at, like like see yeah. like firsthand. See, I've never been around a dog that has a specific goal other than just sitting there and you know fucking sleeping. Oh, is that yeah. Bo? Yeah, I've that's, seen that. That picture. is the picture of him doing it, dude. Look how small. Let me see it again. Look how small he is there, tiny, and took looking at a cloth on a yeah. piece of twig, but he's. Got his tail pointed out, not quite straight up how it should be, but he's got his arm locked. He's not moving. Did you ever think he's like, did you ever do that and think this dog's stupid? He doesn't know how to rag on a pole is? No. no I look at that dog. <laughs> like, it's not even a bird, you dumb dog. It's instinct. It's what it <laughs> well, looks like. It's crazy because like, like, as dumb towel, as you think man. they are in their own way, they are ridiculous, ridiculously smart. What did it get on its ACT? Better than me. You know, it's like, that, it's like that old saying, if you judge a fish on the ability to, to climb, climb a tree, you'll true. think the fish is stupid. If you judge a dog on its ability to take an ACT test, you'll think it's a dumbass. I'm just joking. <laughs> by the way. Hey, he was a good dog. Bo was a good dog. He still is. How do you spell that? B-O? Yeah. Or B-E-A-U? Like your French oh, heritage that you picked this week? Yeah. He's got to piss. I've always wanted to be a mime. Dude, mimes, Go cool mimes yeah. are... Cool mimes are cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they don't talk. That's why they're cool mimes suck. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> never mind. So dog handlers talk about that. Bird hunting. For those who hunt birds, the hunting period can extend throughout the whole year, depending on the hunted species. Birds are easily frightened species, and you need to keep this in mind when choosing clothes. So obviously you can see where I got into the article about clothing attire. Uh, small game hunting. Which I assume is kind of what you do with deer, yeah? That's big game. Yeah, that's medium-sized game, I guess. A type of hunting that involves animals that are on the smaller side. Generally speaking, small game refers to any animal that weighs under 40 pounds. So, yeah, Like a deer. rabbit, yeah, a that, raccoon. That's Some small, small deer. Small game is, yeah, like pheasants, rabbit. This, yeah, this often, inclu- often includes pheasants, ducks, coyotes, and more. Yeah. Big game hunting. This is what I would do. Wasn't there a game called Big Game Hunting? Cabela's Big yeah. Game Hunter. Yeah. That's all. That's about as much experience of hunting I have at Caden uh, Upton. Yes, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is, I was gonna yeah. say Caden Sheen because he used to live four houses away. Hey, oh, Upton. Yeah. Yes, he used to live over there, and I'd ride bike to his house and we play Cabela's Big Game Hunting. Those he never let me fun. play. I'd watch though. 
It was fun. Yeah, I was not very good at it. Or the uh, in Nintendo 64, Duck, Duck Hunter. Hunter. Duck yeah. Hunter was fun. I was good at that shit. Maybe I should get a real gun. I'd be go back to my glory just days. Just point at your TV and pull <laughs> yeah. the trigger. Pop. I just, bought a, I just bought a new one today, actually. <laughs> and then you bought a new TV yeah, because new I, TV shot, the I shot the other one. one. Yeah. Oh, I got a new shotgun today. Is it a good one? Yeah. It's a very nice shotgun. It's really nice. There was this guy I was talking to Did last week. Both? Talking to you bought one too? Yeah, a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago, ago. Yeah. I bought a new shotgun. So there's this guy I was talking to last week, and he does, he's in this private Facebook group and he does gun raffles. Yep. So you pay like 40 bucks for a spot and then they give away like a $500 handgun or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And he was showing me the one he got and it's like an Indianapolis Colts uh, handgun. I don't even know what it was. Nine millimeter maybe. But it looked pretty cool. And I was like, damn, 40 bucks. You pay 40 bucks and you got that gun. Yeah, 40 bucks for it's a shot. It's a lot like gambling. Yeah. It's, you pay 20 it bucks. That's like pull tabs and then you hope that you hit. Yeah. That's what I, I put in for every gun raffle I can. I mean, not like crazy, but like yeah. it depends on how many tickets there are. Like, so if a book whatever you can buy like a book for like a hundred bucks. It's like 20 bucks a ticket or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, I'll throw them a hundred. I yeah. never win. And well, and that's, that's where it's cool with these Facebook groups. Cause like they sell 12 spots or 15 spots Yeah, and then it's 40 bucks. And then they just keep it's, they go on Facebook live and they randomize it and pick that person. Yeah. They win. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to start doing that. I've like done that a couple times like that. where I run into guy at a bar and they're doing gun raffles. and I'll drop a hundred bucks yeah. and never oh, yeah. win. But yeah. yeah. But if you do, it's sick because oh, you, you spent a hundred dollars for a five, yeah. six, seven hundred dollar gun. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's where it's like I don't even like I don't have any guns, which I that's a good thing to put out we on should, the internet. We should take this guy. I don't out. have any guns. Get him as apprentice but, uh, and take him out. out there. But uh to win one would be like sick. I'm never gonna go spend five hundred dollars on a gun, but if I win one for fifty, that'd be sick. Yeah. Would that be something you'd be open to doing? Would you come hunting with us if we took you out, got you your apprentice license, gave you a gun and oh, everything? Yeah. I don't know what an apprentice license is. It's just a basically a license you get for one year. What kind like of hunting? Are we like handguns or rifles? You don't hunt with handguns. Yeah. You bring a handgun as protection if you're hunting. Like you say, it depends what you're hunting. What if or you're just, hunting people, yeah. <laughs> you know? Normally, if you go out hunting, you always bring... <laughs> you don't. Somebody usually always has a sidearm in case you run into something like a cougar a bear. or a bear or something. Yep. At least... Where are you hunting? Well, dude, there's cougars all over the state. I mean, there's Bro, a lot of goes to the bars. There. He's like, you better not find any cougars tonight. <laughs> I'm just packing up. the old ladies at the bar. Get away from <laughs> just me. Just dropping them. <laughs> Get away from me, lady. Uh, all right. Big game hunting can involve bears, deer, and wild boar. But for many people, elk hunting is the highlight of the year. When October is here, all equipment simply must work. Liam shot an elk last year. Did you? Have you ever seen the size of a moose? Your mic <laughs> fucked. Thing working. Give me a, a plug and an unplug on Liam's mic two mic two spot. This is fucking rattling me. Do you think it's the fucking cord? I don't know. Anyways, Liam be, went yeah. out to the uh, southwest part of North Dakota, so in the Badlands. Yeah. You want to take it away now? I shot I shot an elk last year. So in North Dakota, because population is so limited, it's called the Big Three. You only get one tag your entire lifetime as a resident in North Dakota for elk. Moose and bighorn sheep. So I somehow fucking managed to draw my elk tag. And I shot an elk last year down in the Badlands. So fucking awesome. Really cool. Tastes great. Some of the best meat I've ever, ever had. Best steak I've ever had. You still got steak. any? Oh, oh yeah. Cost, I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say, you probably got that for a bit. I got it. Yeah. I've, I've probably Filled gone through like. Chest freezer. Yeah. I probably got like half left. And so I shot Damn. it last year. But now, so now because of that, I started putting in for a license over in Montana. 
So you can get one in every state? Not every state. I mean, where they live. So you can put in for Arizona. Montana. Got an elk tag in Arizona. Yeah. They, yeah. They have, they have elk Dude, elk hunting is really good. Where the fuck are elk not at? Because that was a joke I was going for. Fucking New York. Yeah. No, they're in Arizona. That's what I have another Florida. buddy that just yeah. shot one in Arizona. So they have them in Arizona, Montana, especially. New Mexico. Colorado. New Mexico. I think Utah. So yep. how um, are people? So, so I suppose the people like the game and fish department. That's what's called, right? Yep. If they're making money. Do you have to pay for this elk tag then? How oh, much yes. is it? So for North Dakota, it was 30 bucks. So that's why it's the cheapest out tag. Oh, so everyone pays $30 and the winner gets it for 30. Whoever gets the tag. They give out more than one. Yeah. But like Liam's $30 when he gets it and doesn't get an elk like this, like let's say two years ago. Do you get your $30? It's It's different. Yeah. The the big three, it takes it. But like if you put in for like a deer rifle tag and you don't get it, I think they refund you your money. I think. I I have no idea. Because that's, so that's how they make money. Just everyone goes in and then. Yeah. That's how the profit stays up. That's how they're able to maintain yeah. populations, workers, yeah. land, things like that. Because there's plots land, it's called. And so the plots land is like open to the public. It's stuff that farmers own that they allow plots land to come in or. And go, you can go it, hunt this on this. Yeah. yeah. You don't need anybody's permission. Yeah. You can just go. Yeah. So, so where, are the, where are the boundaries usually at? Can I just. You can look them up. There's like an app or. Yeah. There's an app called Onyx. There's is an it, app. Is it tough for me to just if I was driving around, but like, would I be able to tell if this is somewhere I could hunt or not? Uh, no. Most of the time, it's, it's posted on every corner. You should, if you're out in the country, you'll know. Okay. Yeah. Most of the time, that yeah, like they usually do like at least Check two this. or the so four like a corners. no trespassing. Yes. So here's my here's where we are right now. This is my Onyx app. So I've been driving around. I saw a pheasant here, so I dropped a pin here. I saw a pheasant here, so I dropped a pin there. So if you zoom way in. Now you're starting to see boundary lines, all these squares of different land. So you can see here, and now that just recently, North Dakota started electronically posting, which is so. Can you shoot so a pheasant right there in the middle, of Garrison? No, no. You're in town. You can't do that. <laughs> That's where his pin's at. It's right in the heart of Garrison. Don't fucking He's like, tell people that. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. Okay, we'll cut that out. <laughs> you could. I could say it. It's in the middle of Glenburn. It's just fine because. Garrison. Oh, Garrison. Oh, I didn't. There's know. a lot of birds up by Glenburn, dude. It's just a marker and everything. Yeah, I know. Liam, I can cut that out if I need. I'm sorry. I no, didn't know you're the, fine. Oh, I was like, I didn't you're know the people fine. can't know. No. Oh, well, that's that's always a, that's a that's a niche thing between like hunters and this. And oh, that, to not tell like, where you saw stuff. Okay. This and that. We well, don't it, have hunters. It depends on who you know. So, but that's the thing. So that's how the app works. So like that's how you'd be able to tell. So, I mean, here's the property line. So you, which is super crazy. You can tap on it. Boom. This is owned by this person. Oh. And all that stuff. So then you yeah. can. You can see if you zoom out far enough, if it's public land, if it's posted. So you can figure out the families that have land and, you know, somehow get into their family so you can yeah. inherit Or like when people it post it like physically. Yeah. Like sometimes they'll leave their phone number and you can give them a call and ask yeah. permission. Because some, I mean, some guys, some guys will post it because they want to hunt. They just want to hunt deer on it every year. But some guys are like big into goose hunting. Yeah. And maybe the landowner doesn't goose hunt. So he'll just, if you give me a call and then. They say, yeah, you know, I saw this flock of geese in your field. Do you mind if I come out and shoot them wrong? Like, no, I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, Nathan, go ahead. Um, Before the podcast ends, I want you guys to throw this in because, like, me, my dad never hunted. And, like, most people, like, they learn hunting from their fathers. Yeah. So, like, I was always at school and, like, I'd hear everybody talk about, like, when pheasant seed opened or, like, something like that. Like, oh, you know, pheasant hunting this, pheasant hunting that, or, like, all hunting. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea how the fuck to do any of these things. Mm-hmm. Well, now I hunt and I realize... If you strip it down to the bare bones, you know, people always have fancy stuff, but 
it's just like fishing. You need a fishing rod, fishing license, and you go out there. You want to explain to the audience like what the bare bones basics is to, to go out and hunt. Dog. It depends. Go on for like pheasant hunting. Dog. Something easy. Need a dog. Yeah, I don't need. A dog. Yeah, you need pheasant, a gun pheasant, pheasant, pheasant hunting. Pheasant hunting. If someone just was like, I have no idea what to do. Gun, and I have minimal money. Uh, gun shells and decent boots and decent, and your orange. good attitude and fucking walk. And, and good yeah, attitude. You're there you want go. Some orange too. That's it. Well, yeah. I mean, you'll need all your safety requirements. But my my grandpa never hunted. My dad learned completely on his own. Learned out in Indiana. He started hunting deer. He moved up here. He taught me everything he knows. I know what I know, and I know. See, yeah, I'm in the same boat with Nathan. Like, because I just recently got in. My parents never were big into it. So, but I'm, I'm like you, like you probably, you and Wyatt are the biggest biggest, influence on me. Educators, yeah, yeah. You like at the start of the year when I said buy your boat license every week until you finally fucking bought it. It was like two weeks. (laughs) All right. My dad uh, used to hunt all the time, and then. The flood happened in 2011, and he left his hunting stuff in the garage, like, stacked up really high, and then fell over and got all wet and shitty. So he hasn't hunted since the flood, because all his hunting shit was <laughs> in the flood. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But uh, uh, I want to tag back on that uh, topic anyway. But, I mean, if you want to say, like, bird hunting, I mean, you don't need the fanciest fucking shit. You don't need all the Sitka camel. You don't need this and that. Our... Grandpa's grandpa's fucking sat out in the woods in a pair of blue jeans and a red flannel and shot a fucking deer that walked in front of him. You take you persistence. You go out, you go on YouTube, you learn as much as you possibly can. I mean, I used, I shot the same bow for ever since I was in like middle school through high school until like two years ago, I bought a new one. Could you go out there with like a bow like Robin Hood had? Like wooden? A recurve. That's called a recurve, Yeah. yeah. So a recurve bow, so that's the difference between you. So there's recurve bows and compound bows, and then there's crossbows. That's different. long bows. I know crossbows. Long bows. That's are what I would go with. The Trojans. Yeah. But <laughs> people hunt flaming with them. tips. People people do hunt with them. Yeah. But so recurves super. Long super, bows are for the Trojans. The Trojans. You fucking name it. But people don't typically do them because uh, actually, fun fact. So this probably is going to make a lot of sense to you. But so there's. There's a pounder, there's a scale when you draw your bow back. Yeah. So that's the difference. So like recurves, I mean, so. How hard it is pull back? How hard? Did, like how difficult, yeah? Yeah. It's the, the poundage. poundage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's. I learned that in archery class. Yeah. In high school. There you go. I see. Picking up on things. Sorry. Getting back into it. But so like uh, recurve bows, it's called let off. So not not with recurve bows. So recurve bows don't have any let off. So when you pull it back, it's that same amount of tension the entire way until like you get max tension all the way back. But compound bows, because of the wheels on the top and bottom, I fucked that up. They're not called wheels. They're called something else. That's okay. Um, We're talking layman's terms. Bunch of yeah. idiots. Bunch of Easton's listen to this episode. So, so the, the way that they're made is that when you hit a certain point, you roll that wheel over and there's let off. And then because of the way it's shaped, now instead of holding 70 pounds back here, you're actually holding like 40 so it's easier. So you can pull it back and relax. You can aim. You so it's working against you. It's almost like a counterweight. Right. So yeah. instead of 70, it's like, ah, we'll give you a, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Once you pull it back far enough, yeah. it, get, it becomes easier. Yeah. You can Makes feel sense. it when you pull it back. So, but yeah. you don't need, I mean, if you're getting into it, don't buy all the fanciest shit. Buy, buy what you can afford and go out and learn. I mean, it's, a, it's the same concept is that I used to have old Strata golf clubs before I started buying mine. I would put a million dollars on Tiger Woods to beat anybody with these shitty strata golf clubs yep. because he's just better at golf. 
It's all about what you know. It's all about the time that you put in. Hey, it's anything. not the paintbrush. It's the artist. That's what people exactly. say. Exactly. It's not true. the. It's not if you're using a longbow, if you're using compound crop, whatever it is, you know, just be a good hunter. Yeah. I would like to use a crossbow though. That's like a gun, but a bow. You can't crossbow hunt. I don't think you can just. Cr- you have to have a special permit. Usually due to like a usually handicap, give to like, like handicap people. Yeah. Yeah, like some guy's got it. Like a he had shoulder surgery or something, so he uh. can't pull back a bow. You need like a, usually like a doctor's note, kind of, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> not the ones hey, I used at Menards. No. Not, hey, doc. Not, not the doctor's note copied and pasted by somebody you knew and signed by that person every time. That's all you need to get back in hunting. Yeah. You, you know, just get the good stuff. Yeah, just get a doctor's note. All right, a couple more things here and then we'll wrap this up so I can get to my uh, men's league hockey game. Uh, psychology behind bow hunting. Not bow hunting. Psychology behind hunting for your own meat. Through those studies show 79% of Americans support ethical hunting. A Google search for the psychology of hunting actually pulls up many internet articles claiming that hunters are mentally ill, sadistic, psychopathic, sociopathic, and criminals. Virtually nothing positive. I am all those things, but that's not why I hunt. (laughs) But that has nothing to do with me hunting. All right. Uh, In his highly acclaimed study of human aggression, the anatomy of human destructiveness, psychologist Eric Fromm wrote, in the act of hunting, the hunter returns to their natural state, becomes one with the animal, and is freed from the burden of his existential sp- split. To be part of nature and to transcend it by virtue of his consciousness, in stalking the animal, he and the animal become equals, even though man eventually shows his superiority. Most hunters say they hunt because they enjoy being outdoors, regardless whether they get something or not. Yeah. We were hunting with a buddy one time, Alex. And that's what he said. You know, we were out hunting pheasant and somebody shot a bird or something like that. And we couldn't find it. It got up and ran or something. And he goes, well, that's why they call it hunting and not killing. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You're just out there having a good time. Yeah. A couple of brewskis. You guys drink beers when you're hunting? No. That's really. very illegal. Is it? You cannot have any alcohol on your breath when you are hunting. News to me. <laughs> Operating firearms. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes I, I sense. Think, I think a lot of this episode is news to you. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, bro. <laughs> I know nothing. Of, I didn't know you couldn't be shit-faced shooting guns. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the West. Now that I yeah, now that I say that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so I, I could have thought about it before. You guys out there having beer. Yeah, maybe after you're all done, you know. You gotta, yeah, then you can celebrate. Go back to the campsite. Yeah, you go, yeah. Or, yeah, you know, on the way back, you see a little small town bar and you hop in there for lunch and a beer and you go home. Oh, that's the best. Oh, yeah, because I suppose, yeah, hunting is never at normal times of human days. It's usually <laughs> at, like, you start at, like, 2 a.m. and then you go to what? You Excuse start me? early as fuck. You have you? to be able to see. Yeah. First. yeah the rule is sunrise. you can start a half hour before sunrise. Depends that's on what the law. It depends on what you're hunting. Yes. That changes. That's for uh, duck hunting. Did anyone hear him through that no mic? Nathan says <laughs> that's for like duck hunting. Duck hunting. Yeah. Like when you gotta go out there at the at two AM. Yeah, three gotta, hours before the ass up. crack of dawn and you gotta throw out all your decoys and you got to brush your blind. Yeah, everything. And then by the time it's sunlight, you're just sitting there waiting. There's so much terminology we could get into. Oh yeah. tons and tons and tons. It's amazing. But I mean, going back to that, on that note, that when me and Brown were hunting the other day, uh we had knocked down a pheasant and we were trying to find it and everything that, that, and we had, we had saw it for a second and we were running through all these, all this brush like and all these trees and everything shit. like that. And it's very like, it's, it's exciting. It's, it exhilarates you cause it's so primitive. Like 
Yeah. You f- like you, you feel th- like you feel you're back like, in the old yeah. days. Yeah, you think about like if I don't find this pheasant, I don't get to eat tonight or something like that. I have to do the samurai kushido. <laughs> is that what it's called? Fucking, uh, God what knows it? what the samurai <laughs> no, what did you, what did you suicide say? is. No, it, bushido is the way. It's seppuku. Seppuku, is, yeah. Bushido is the way of the samurai. Yeah. So when they isn't it like the stab here go down and over? No, it's it like, doesn't have to be. It can just be this it across the guts and across. Okay. Is like, it seppuku? Yeah. Is that what it is? Seppuku. Yeah. I remember learning that Hendershots Shots class. Yeah. In that, yeah. Uh, you guys ever went snipe hunting? Snipe hunting. Can't say I have. So snipe hunting. I have went snipe Actually, hunting once in my life. I think I think I did once. Or we we sent someone else. It's snipe an old hunting. urban legend. Yep. Yeah. So a snipe. Actually, don't tell anybody. Nah, that's fine. Yeah. It's it's mainly to get younger kids. If you fall for it when you're an adult, you should Probably be putting on some grippy socks and take a weekend vacation in insane asylum. Uh, like the wrist hunters, apparently, according to that article. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So a snipe hunt is a type of practical joke or fool's errand in existence in North America as early as the 1840s, in which an unsuspecting newcomer is duped into trying to catch a non-existent animal called a snipe. A snipe t- is a real bird, actually. Yeah. It's a species of birds I found yes. through my research. And that's actually... Uh, so... Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Anyway, so at the snipe, so the term sniper actually is derived from the snipe is a very elusive bird. I think they're pretty small and they're very camouflaged. So that's what, if a person could shoot, like find and shoot a snipe and kill it, then they were called a sniper. And that's how the term is used nowadays. Oh, I like that. Look at that. A little etymology. There you go. Where a word came from. Look at that. It's you. Uh, So... The target of the prank is led to an outdoor spot and given instructions for catching the snipe. These often include waiting in the dark and holding an empty bag or making noises to attract the creature. So I have a couple stories about this. First time I ever went snipe hunting, I was at the lake. I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old. And my cousin, Austin from Bismarck, you know, Austin, I know him and his buddies from, they went to Bismarck high and him and his buddies were out there at the lake and they actually, I wasn't the one snipe hunting. He made his buddy go snipe hunting and he went out in the field out in front of the cabin and uh, he gave him a grocery bag and said, okay, you got to run around in a circle and you have to put the plastic bag above your head and you say, snipe, snipe, come into my bag, snipe, snipe, come into my bag. And if you do that enough, a bird will fly into your bag <laughs> and you'll catch a That's snipe. That's crazy that somebody believed that. So, <laughs> so we used to go camping with some family friends and uh, I, I'm going to we call them Uncle Doug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. He would fool so many people doing this. And then somebody that was my brother's age. So at the time he was probably like 18 or something like that. Yeah. We bring him out to this field. We or we brought him out to this field and like we drove down to the very far mm-hmm. end of it and we let him out there with a plastic bag. And he said, All right, you're gonna post up here and we're gonna go back to the other end and we're gonna walk that way and we're gonna flush him to you and you'll hear him running at you. Yeah. Hold the bag down and catch him. <laughs> so what we would do is we'd bring him out to that field. Draw all the way on the far end, <laughs> drop him there, leave him, and just drive back to the car. <laughs> just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, dude, there's there's a bunch of different ways they do it. But how it ended, my cousin's buddy, he would run around with the bag. He's running above his head. And he's like, snipe, snipe, come into my bag. And my cousin Austin was a pitcher in baseball. He threw a rock into this kid's bag. No. Above his head. And he hit it. So I'm sure the kid's running around Jesus feels like Christ. there's a bird in his bag. So we're watching this. He grabs me. He's like, oh, my God, I got one. I got one. 
And I'm like, no fucking shit that you just made that rock into his back. One, you're throwing a rock at the kid. Yeah, holy and, fuck. And he, what if you hit the guy in the head? Could have, yeah, should have just pieced him in the forehead. And that guy's going to be like, dude, that snipe flew right into my head. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you would have been saying anything if he fucking took a rock to the noggin. I don't think it was like he a He woke up and he's like, dude, that bird was huge. Holy yeah. fuck, he's in the hospital. It was a fucking snipe. Dude, I think, it, dude, I don't think that was a snipe. I think it was an eagle. There's a falcon. falcon <laughs> I got falcon punched. Got a falcon yeah. in the bag. But yeah, and then that, I did it to my billet brother when I moved to Canada. <laughs> and I got a video of it and I uh, did it to my sister. It actually just popped up Braxton when she was like eight or nine years old. Just good popped grief. up. She's running in front of my parents' house. But snipe hunting, that, it's a good practical joke. I should, I should do that to more people. Uh, all right, let's go over some weird hunting laws and then uh, we'll wrap the pod here. So some weird hunting laws. In Arizona, you may not hunt camels. They just roam in the road. I don't know. I didn't know there was a lot of camels there. It is the desert somewhere in there, right? I guess. Uh, it is illegal for a blind individual to hunt in Texas. Yeah, it makes about makes a lot. It should be illegal probably everywhere. Yeah, I think they're doing it right on that one. In Georgia, you can't shoot deer in any lake, stream, or pond. So I suppose you're shooting them and they're running. And they just get in the water and they look at you like it's like an ethical thing. Too easy, you know. It's just swimming. Yeah, it's really slow at swimming. So can deer swim? Yeah. yeah, they can, but they're not I mean, well, yeah. but they can. They, they, they got hooves. They they are paddle. Hooves aren't good for swimming. No. Yeah. We've put flippers they on are buoyant. Put flippers on a deer. <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> Be hard. Uh, bow hunters in New Hampshire must put their name and address on all of their arrows. Seems logistical, kind of, in a way. In case they lose it. You may not use trail cameras during the season in Montana. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And it actually goes down to, I think it's, they moved it to more of the ones, uh, the electrical ones where it can kind of tell you, like yeah. give you notification when something goes in front of it. I got one of those. Uh, you need perm- you need written permission from the state wildlife director to take a piebald. A what? A piebald. Is that a thing? Piebald? 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 The, P-I-E, pie, bald, or an albino deer in Oklahoma. So the just, saying is just because it's I don't so know if rare. they're rare. Yeah. So the saying is I mean, if it's it, if it's brown, it's down. But if it's white, you better write. Okay. That's what they I say. That. In Florida, it is illegal to molest a key deer. <laughs> I think that's called bestiality and it's illegal everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Should be. Florida, Florida doesn't surprise me. For <laughs> yeah. They got to write that one down. I got to hear the story. Would you guys quit that? fucking deers? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to hear the story behind that. They're like, I really didn't think we had to tell you guys not to do this. Yeah. But we just picked up Earl. He just came on the side of the road. and we just Oh, he again. came on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, it's illegal to shoot a buffalo from a second story hotel window in Texas. Seems like an old West law, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Connecticut states that you may not hunt gray squirrel, rabbit, or other fur bearing creatures with dynamite, fire, smoke, brimstone, Sulfur, gas, or chemicals? Hunting with chemicals. Brimstone. What the little. hell is brimstone? Fire and brimstone. I don't even know what brimstone it's, is. But it sounds Game of Thronesy. Yeah, like you could name somebody that and it'd be mm-hmm. yeah. badass. Uh, Bigfoot hunting is legal in Texas, which is okay if you find them. Uh, you may not take a picture of, ra- of a rabbit from January to April in Wyoming. What? Don't know why, but you can't do it. Okay. How are you going to get caught? How are you going to get persecuted is beyond me, but what do you do, you know? Brimstone is uh, sulfur. Brimstone is sulfur? Yeah. So it's just the smelly shit? Yeah. 
All right. Well, that is uh, episode 18 on hunting, everyone. Uh, Liam, you taught me a lot there. I kind of like this episode. I'm glad. I'd love to... We're going to do more episodes where we, one of us more. knows a lot more about one of right. the top, you know? yeah, where you, the other two can be a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. If you have any legitimate interest in hunting, I would, I, Brown, anyone else would love to take you out. Same for anyone listening. If you want to get into it, I think. Are you trying to offer a guide service? Yeah. I. And welcome to Owen's me. Guiding. Yeah, no, don't no. trust me to guide you anywhere, but I would be happy to educate you, anyone yeah. or Very get someone into it because I have some of the most fond, incredible memories growing up hunting with my dad. And I think it's a pastime that can be passed down. And I think that's a big thing too, is like one day you want to teach your son all the shit that you were taught. Yeah. It's, it's humbling. It teaches you hard work and dedication. And I think it's something that probably has a spot for everyone if you could get into it. So, and if you ever want to just go off the map, like Ted Kaczynski and start sending people bombs in the mail, you're going to need to know how to do some of this. Probably. You need some food gonna need some food yeah so thank you guys for listening that is episode 18 leave a comment we need some more comments people get us some comments we want to read those at the beginning of the show leave Tell a rating or review dog shit even like i don't care type anything type anything type anything uh leave a rating review uh we're getting a lot of good feedback on the algorithm kind of pushing our podcast so leave that and we'll see you guys next week for episode 19 of the three dudes podcast